Welcome to the Focus Church Podcast. Thank you for joining us today. We hope that it inspires you and gives you a fresh perspective. Enjoy the sermon. Well, good morning and welcome to church. Come on, let's clap our hands and welcome all of our locations today. The clip that you just watched is the opener of my favorite movie. I own it on VHS, DVD, and digital download. It is The Truman Show, and we'll get into that in just a couple of minutes. My name is Mike. If we haven't had a chance to meet, just want to say welcome. Uh, If you're here for the first time, we're especially glad that you're joining us today at all of our locations. We are one church in three locations being synced up right now through the power of technology. And if you're here for the very first time, allow me to be one of many to say welcome home. Let's clap our hands and welcome all of our first time guests today. We're so glad you're here. It's a big deal. It's a very big deal that you came to church this morning, and I just want to say welcome home. If you'll do us one favor while you're here, and that is to grab the purple U card located in the seat around you. If you fill that out and take it to the lobby at all of our locations today, we have a free gift we want to put in your hand, and we just want to connect with you and say thank you for joining us today. It's a special day as we prepare uh, for our future. Coming up very soon, we have our life groups launching on September 11th. We cannot wait for that. It's going to be so cool where our whole church is going to have the opportunity to get into a real relationship of biblical community. And we would encourage you to uh, sign up to join a life group as soon as they open up on September 11th. They, they actually fill up very fast. And so one of the things that we need because they fill up so fast are life group leaders And so if you're interested in co-leading or co-hosting a life group this semester so that you can lead one next semester, just go to focus.church slash groups. We would love for you to join us. And then the big day is September 18th. It's our anniversary. We're celebrating 10 years HBDX. It's going to be awesome. I don't know about you, but I get nostalgic when I look back, but I get hopeful when I look ahead. And not only am I grateful for the 10 years that we've already experienced, but I'm grateful for the 10 that are in front of us. And HBD is the culmination of both of those things. We'll take a look back at God's faithfulness, but then we'll also look ahead at his future and his plans for us as a church. And we can't wait for that. And so mark your calendar, jump on your specific locations, Facebook page and group, and mark that you are going to the Facebook event And we would love for you to join us. As we've already had communion, let's open up God's word uh, to the book of Jeremiah today. The book of Jeremiah. I am here today to dismantle all elements of fear and phoniness that is in your life. And I am here to replace fear and phoniness with faith that is real and genuine. And as it relates to the Truman Show, his whole life is fake. His whole life is phony, except for him. He's the only real person in the entire movie. And I want to remove any element of phoniness in your life today and insert faith. And one of the things that creates a phony lifestyle is an abundance of fear. And in Jeremiah 42, verse 11, here's what it says. Do not fear the king of Babylon, of whom you are afraid. 
Do not fear him, declares the Lord. I declare over your life that fear should be gone in Jesus' name. Whatever is worrying you, whatever you are afraid of, I declare what the Lord declared in those days about the king of Babylon, about whatever has you in its grip. I pray in Jesus' name that it would be gone. For I am with you. He is Emmanuel, God among us, God with us. To save you, he is our savior. And to deliver. So not only does he want to see you saved, he wants to see you set free. We talked about this last week. It's not just enough for him to get you out of Egypt, but he desires to get the Egypt out of you. For I am with you to save you and to deliver you from his hand. God is with you. He wants to save you and he wants to deliver you today. And I believe by the power of the Holy Spirit, at all of our locations today that God is going to do something so special in your life that you will look back on this day and remember that this is the day where you exchanged fear for faith, where you exchanged the phony version that the world has tried to create and craft and mold you into and you will exchange it for a heart that is sensitive to the Spirit, that is led by the power of the Holy Spirit and I'm believing that today. Father, we love your word. It is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. Lord, whatever the king of Babylon is in our life that we are afraid of, I pray that whatever controlling force has us in its grip, I pray that it would be gone in Jesus' name. Whatever lie, whatever lie that we are believing in, whatever lie that we are living in, I pray that it would be dismantled and distinguished and gone in Jesus' name, extinguished in Jesus' name. And we ask that you would be with us today at all of our locations in Jesus' name. Amen. And amen. I, I love this movie, The Truman Show, because how many of us haven't thought that all of this is a simulation? All of this is a movie. Like you're an actor. Your neighbor right next to you right now is an actor. They have a contract, a 1099 with some sort of production company, and you are all living in a simulation. At all of our locations, your friends are not real. They're fake. You're in The Truman Show. Could you imagine coming to the end of your life, finding out that everyone was hired. Maybe you've been there before and you're asking yourself, like, is this real life? Is this life that I'm living actually real? Or is this something that has all been manufactured, made up? Like, who's writing this story? And we always go through this and we ask ourselves, you know, is everything about my life a show? And here's the thing about Truman. Truman's life was built on one foundational fear. It was built into the show since the beginning that he would be afraid of water. And when they made him afraid of water and put him on an island, they were able to craft a lie and a fake environment that he could not escape from because from his formative years, he was afraid of the thing that surrounded all of the land that he lived in. And I believe that when we begin to face our fears, we begin to watch God do some incredible things. Like right on the other side of your fear today, right on the other side of the thing that you're worried about, right on the other side of the king of Babylon, do not be afraid. Right on the other side is a life full of faith, is a life full of, full of advancement of the kingdom, is a life where you take risk and God rewards those risks. But if, we, if the enemy can keep you on an island afraid of stuff that doesn't exist, if the enemy can keep you on an island full of fear and not full of faith, then you'll find your life will be severely limited. And I don't want that for you. So today we're going to look at three 
fake things that we find in this movie and then parallel them with the foundational truth that is God's word. So I want you to take a look at Truman's fear of water. His entire life was built on the fear of water. As a matter of fact, they wrote into the script of the show that his father would die during his formative years on a sailboat trip in the water. Reinforcing this fear of water, they left a, 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 a little boat sunken into the water. Why? Because they wanted to keep Truman in a place of fear. That was the only way that they could keep him on the island. It, it, with the power of fear, you have to understand that fear can hold you back so much more than anything else. The, if the enemy can convince you to be afraid, then he can convince you to not live by faith. And Truman is convinced that he's afraid of water. All of this has been fabricated. All of this is, is founded on a fake premise. And here's what I know about fake fears. Fake fears lead to wasted years. Fake fears lead to wasted years. If you're afraid of something for long enough, it will waste time in your life. And I don't know about you, but I, I serve a God that redeems the time that the enemy has tried to steal. I serve a God who redeems the years that the locusts have eaten. Why? Because fake years lead to wasted years. But my Bible says fear not. In the book of Psalms, the 27th chapter, the third verse, it says, though an army encamp against me my heart shall not fear the war arise against me yet i will be confident i don't know what you've lost hope in today i don't know what you're afraid of this morning but i want to let you know that we serve a god of faith he is not the author of fear he is the author and perfecter and finisher of our faith he is not in the business of fear when he sent an angel to speak to mary the first thing he tells her fear not <laughs> We serve a God who brought his son into the earth by announcing to not be afraid. Every time we come in contact with God, our initial response is to, to be a little shook and a little uh, fearful. That's why every time an angel comes on the scene, he says, fear not. Because I'm sent not by the father of fear, but by the father of your faith. Truman was conditioned to not leave the island because of a fake fear. And I wonder how many times and how much time we've wasted being afraid of things that aren't even real. I wonder how many times that you've not gone somewhere that God has called you to go because of a fear that doesn't even exist. I wonder how many steps you haven't taken to serve in the church because of a fear that doesn't even exist. I wonder how many times you've not joined a life group because of the fear that people will judge you or the fear that people will abandon you or reject you. F fake fears always lead to wasted years. And I've met so many people living in this cyclical pattern on an island by themselves because fake fears live, lead to wasted years. It says in Isaiah chapter 35, verse 4, Say to those who have an anxious heart, Be strong, fear not. Behold, your God will come with vengeance and rec recompense of God, recompense of God. He will come and save you. Fear not, be strong today. Be strong today, be strong today. What I, what I know is that anyone that lives a life full of fake fears, it's usually an overflow of fake friends. 
Fake fears are usually perpetuated by fake friends. So we're going to watch a quick clip where who claims to be one of Truman's friends is actually a contracted actor perpetuating the narrative of fear in his life. Let's take a look. This scene is shot at the end of a bridge that has never been constructed. It's intentionally a dead-end bridge because Truman can't leave the island. And he has a friend that convinces Truman, who is a paid actor, the friend is a paid actor, Marlon is a, is a paid actor, that if it, was, if, it was really, if it was really a thing, then I would be in on it too. While he sips a beverage that is a sponsored ad for the television. Here's what I know about fake friends. Fake friends lead to dead ends. Fake friends always lead to dead ends. Every time Truman wants to explore more, every time Truman wants to go to Fiji, every time Truman wants to go to the island, they send in the actors that claim to be his friends and they keep him secure on the island. They keep him held back. I don't know about you, but I want real friends. I want people that say, you can explore more. I believe God's best for you is not behind you, but in front of you. I don't want fake friends. I want real friends. That's why you get into a life group. The world is full of fake friends, but you don't need fake friends because fake friends lead to dead ends. You need the real deal. You need the real deal. As a matter of fact, what is a fake, what is a fake friend like? Well, I'll tell you exactly what it is. Psalm 1 verse 1, the very beginning, the psalmist says this, Blessed is the man who walks not, meaning don't do this, in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers. So what do I need to do to stay away from fake friends? Well, don't. Walk in the counsel of the wicked, don't stand in the way of sinners, and don't sit in the seat of scoffers. Those are three aspects of having an unhealthy friend group. If you're walking with uh, counsel of the wicked, if you're standing in the way of sinners, and if you are sitting in the seat of scoffers. So the question is laid out for us here in Psalm 1 verse 1, uh, who are you walking with? Who are you standing with? And then who are you sitting with? Are you strong enough in your faith to not allow the fear that would come from the counsel of the wicked impose itself into your soul and keep you in a limited lifestyle with no faith? Are you standing in a group of people that believe God's best for you? Are you standing in a group of people that look at your behavior and your activity and say, that can't be God's plan for your life? Or are you standing and walking and sitting in the seat where it just perpetuates a, an island lifestyle of loneliness and despair? I don't know about you, but I don't want anybody making excuses for me. I'm going to say that one more time for the people in the back of the movie theater at the South location. Don't get around people that make excuses for you. I don't want friends that defend me when I'm wrong. <laughs> I'm not looking for people who don't tell me the truth. I want someone to tell me, hey, you're out of line. You need to adjust this because you're not going in the right direction. Who's not allowing you to grow? Who's keeping you limited in your capacity? Because I know this, fake friends lead to dead ends. We know this. We know that fake fears lead to wasted years, and we know that fake friends lead to dead ends. So I need to make sure that I get rid of all the fake fears and I get rid of all the fake friends. And then the movie ends once Truman finally starts to put the pieces together. It's an incredible, incredible movie. It's my favorite movie and it's amazing. 
he starts to see the same people do the same things over and over again. He starts to put two and two together. He walks into an elevator and it's got a false wall and there's a break room behind it. And then he, he, tur- he changes his schedule up and all of a sudden people are, are, are acting funny and acting weird because he gets into a different pattern. And then finally, at the very end of the movie, he faces the ultimate fear of water and he understands and he starts discovering he was living a fabricated life. And watch what happens when he discovers the real version of who he is. Take a look. Truman, you can't leave. You can't leave, Truman. I wonder how many times the enemy has convinced you that you can't leave. I wonder how many times you've been convinced by the enemy that you can't overcome that addiction. I wonder how many times you've been convinced by the enemy that you cannot overcome that fear. I want to let you know today that you are not confound by the patterns of your past. You are not confound by the weight of your sin. You can throw off the weight that so easily entangles you. Here's what I wrote in my notes, that fake finales lead to real beginnings. Once you know that there's another life outside of that door, once you've gotten to the end of your rope, once you've gotten to the end of the scene where you can actually feel this, this is phony, this is fake, and the enemy will try to keep you trapped, will try to keep you on the island, will try to keep you convinced that life will never be greater, that God's plans are not for you, but against you. And I came to dismantle that fear today and let you know there is a, there's more movie after the credits. There's a whole nother scene that you haven't thought of yet. There's a whole nother scene that God has orchestrated. There's a whole nother plan that you know nothing about, that you can walk out the door of fear and step into a life of faith today. I don't know what you came with today. I don't know what kind of fears or what kind of traps you've been in, but there is a door. And on the other side of that door, it leads to a life worth living. It leads to life and life more abundantly. You don't have to be trapped anymore. You can look at the fake creator, at the false God that tries to convince you to stay. And you can say, in case I don't see you, good afternoon, (laughs) good evening, and good night. You could tell the devil, bye-bye, I'll see you later. It's been good knowing you, but I'm going to the real thing. I don't want a fake version. I don't want a phony version. I want the real thing. And when God is for you, who can be against you? You can step into a life of purpose. You can step into a life of faith. You can step into a life that is planned by God and not full of fear from the enemy. You can live a life of purpose today. Here's what the prophet Ezekiel says in the 11th chapter, the 19th verse. It says, I will give them an undivided heart, meaning you don't have to look back. You don't have to look both ways, but I will give them an undivided heart and put a new spirit in them. God is putting a new spirit in you right now. You don't have to be that same person that you used to be. God is putting a new spirit, a new heart, and I will remove from them their heart of stone in case I don't see you. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night. I will remove their heart of stone and give them a heart of flesh, meaning God is going to create a new sensitivity. You won't have to play the old movies. You won't have to think, is this fake? Is this phony? Are these people real? Is this fear going to drive me everywhere I go? But instead, you can receive a heart of flesh. And then I close with this verse, Isaiah 43, 1. 
But now, thus says the Lord, he who created you, O Jacob, he who formed you, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed you. I have called you by name. You are mine. I don't know who you think you are today, but this is a space, this church is an environment where you can experience a change of ownership, where your old heart of stone can be exchanged for a heart of flesh, a heart that is sensitive, a heart that looks outside of the plastic, fake, phony version and gets to the real core of who you are. God wants to redeem the years that have been wasted. He wants to remove the friends that lead to dead ends. And he wants to give you a brand new beginning today at all of our locations. Would you clap your hands for God's word? Oh, come on, it's not gonna return void today. He's got a new purpose for you. He's got a desire in your hearts. Hallelujah. I wanna say a prayer of blessing over you. And then our campus pastors will lead you through a time of salvation and response. Father, thank you that the old is gone and that the new has come. Thank you that at all of our locations today, you are for us and not against us. We're not in a simulation created by the enemy, but instead we can live life and life to the fullest. Thank you, God, that we don't have to live with wasted years of fake fears. Thank you, God, that we don't have to be surrounded by fake friends that lead to dead ends. And thank you, God, that we don't have to have fake finales, but instead we can start afresh and anew today. So at the sound of my voice, at all of our locations, I speak blessing and favor and a hope and a future that you have for everyone at the sound of my voice. And I pray that if anyone is in the grips of fear, that they would replace that fear with faith in Jesus' name and they would walk out a brand new beginning and they would tell the enemy, our adversary, in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Come on, let's clap our hands for God's word. Thanks again for joining us and thank you to those who give generously to make the ministry possible. You can click the link in our description to give now or visit givetofocus.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, you can subscribe, share it with your friends, and while you're at it, take a screenshot and share it on your social stories and tag us at MyFocusChurch. We'd love to hear how God is speaking to you.